What's his name? I was just looking for him. What's his name? Sports guy. I was waiting for we that. We got it. You want to fuck sports guy? Don't shame him for that. <laughs> you said you did not get the news, right? I did not. That is the best timing ever for that to happen. <laughs> that insane. was good. That was good. No one's going to know about that except our listeners. Oh, let's get this show on the road. How are we all do? <laughs> Once upon a time. Nice. So much lactose. That is some cheese. Mm. Beer mug oh, salad. We should all kill ourselves. We should. Suck it up, buttercup. The year is 1987, and NASA launches the last of America's deep space probes. In a freak mishap, Ranger 3 and its pilot, Captain William Buck Rogers, are blown out of their trajectory into an orbit which freezes his life support systems and returns Buck Rogers to... Quitters never give up. Go ahead. Repping for all of Quitters Never Give Up. Check off Christopher. Check off Jen Pasquarini. Check off Lindsay. Check off... Andrew! Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. It sounds like the kind of music a smoking hussy would listen to. That's right. Hola, party people. It's quitters never give up, episode 138. 138, right? That's the one? That's where we're at? Yeah, you, you smoking hussy. Yes, 138. <laughs> Let's go ahead and say hello to all the quitters. Oh, oh come on. Good. Thank hey, you, Ed. That's not necessary. Come on, Ed. Come on, Ed. What's going on? Howdy ho, everybody. Let's say a little Lindsay. The problem with Lindsay is she pushed it a little too far. She kept going a little too far with the joke, and she also got a little tipsy. Well, hello. That is way, way too accurate. After <laughs> Lindsay in the club getting tipsy. Let's uh, say hello to Jen. I just know that uh, Jennifer was actually lucky to be at that hotel. I know the hotel she was staying at in Florida. And they are booked solid almost all year round. It's a very popular hotel hmm. down there in South Florida. And just uh, to, to, to think that they would have the you know uh, space not only for Jennifer, mm -hmm. but for her uh, the sizable entourage and her assistants and sure. all the people that she travels with, stunned me. Because I've known this hotel. I try to get in this hotel many times. They really? told me no vacancy. How you doing, Jen? I'm good. Hello, party people. <laughs> sorry, Jen. right? Oh, I'm sorry, this old is, man Rivers. You... This is Doug Kriegel with you. <laughs> oh, Doug Kriegel's even. I'm. I'm so sorry <laughs> for your lyrics. Yeah, get well soon, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Let's say hello to Drew. Drew has risked his cake for 2024. For everybody's benefit. Thank you, Drew. Uh, you're welcome, and enjoy the cake. And I'm Chris. Here's Chris. He was fucked up, that guy. All right. Do we have any fun facts? No fun facts. Oh, man. The Crypt Keeper is really phoning it in this week, I'm just saying. <laughs> but we do have, we do have some flashbacks. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback and now. Flashback. 
Okay, bro. How about I unbutton my shirt a little bit, huh? Smoke cigarette? Tell you where I'm coming from. Glendale! Browdale! Glendale's my town! Browdale! I love System of a Down! Browdale! Because I'm Armenian, bro! Covered in hair and jewelry from head to toe! Drag car cologne ingrained in my chromosome! Come to my shop, I give you pager and a cell phone! Jewelry on my arm from the knuckle up! Hop in my BMW and then I buckle up Cruising through Glendale, smoking cigarettes Looking for my homeboys, bitch, or even better yet A nice Armenian girl I can flirt with Covered in fur even when the bitch is shirtless Check my breath, it smells something awful I should have brushed my teeth after I had that falafel Hummus, kebab, shawarma, tabbouleh I have to shave my unibrow, it's getting unruly And shave my back hair to keep it in check My penis is so hairy that it has a pubic turtleneck So brow down, Armenian pride I slick back my hair as I cruise to the west side Glendo Galleria, Armani exchange Gonna get a silk shirt within my price range Marlboro cigarettes and cologne Gonna go back to my shop and then I'll slang more cell phones That's right bro you know what it's like. <laughs> Life of Armenian player, huh? Hit that chorus one more time. Was for the caller. Wanted to hear some of the old songs. And I just stumbled upon it. You stumbled upon it. I remember hearing that live and laughing my ass off because I knew Bow Down. And also, uh, my grandmother lived near Glendale and Los Feliz. So I knew the area. I'm like, holy crap. Drakar. Uh, Dr oh, Drak. What's that? The Drakar. 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 That was the first house clone I ever got given. So, uh, and also, it smelled like ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, that song was allowed to be played. Uh, next week, we have one that was then not allowed to be played. So That one, that one didn't stay allowed to get played for very long, though. Well, I guess they just played the Brow Down part every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Brow Down, yes. That's they on, did on the Glendale part. Oh, Glendale. Yeah. Glendale! Can we guess what the song for next week that shall not be named is? Sure. Hey there, beep! Hey there, beep? Hey there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that it, John? Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, um, yeah, no, I, I told see, you, Lindsay's on a game. Also, yeah. well, another song I was there for, which, oh, thank you, Psycho Mike. Let, let's get to next week. Yeah, Psycho okay. Mike's a twisted genius. Anyway, but there's a little twist and turns to it, so I need to edit it together better rather than just play the song. All right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Bean can't figure out gas mileage. For those of you that don't listen all that uh, closely, there are uh, several of us here on the show, and I'm the dumb one. This is Kevin speaking. I'm not so smart. Bean, pretty smart. Ralph, pretty smart. Lisa, pretty smart. That's pretty much the way it I goes. I think Bean's like an evil genius. He's he is evil Mike, genius. Smart. He just pretty. certainly is, yeah. Right. Hey. Now, uh, Bean, we were talking to Bean's wife yesterday about what a terrible husband he is and how he went to the baseball game and he took her there and he asked her if she wanted food and then he went and got a bunch of food for himself and didn't bring her anything because they weren't selling hot dogs at that stand. Right. Because she wanted the elusive hot dog at a baseball game. <laughs> well, that's very tough to find. It's a given that he's, he's not good with people. Right. We know that. But he's pretty smart. It doesn't take away from his evil genius. He's way smart. Right. Um, 
So he, so Donna happens to mention to us, Bean's wife yesterday, that they ran out of gas on Saturday night. And uh, Bean was very grumpy about it. So off the air, we start asking Bean, why, you know, why would you, how did you run out of gas? You have, you have a Prius. You have a Toyota Prius. It's supposed to get 5,000 miles to the gallon. Right. There's a light that goes on when you get under a certain, you know, eighth of a tank or something that says fill up. So, oh, that's it? Oh, that's. Yeah, we actually have, I can't care off mics for there. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Is that the sound effects for a bit I'm not aware of that we're not even doing? What is that? What is that supposed to be? Thank God we took time out for that. That's supposed to be, that's the last time I press the button when Mike tells me to. Tim running out of gas, Lisa. Don't you get the hilarious comedy there? But I wasn't beatboxing while I was driving. It would have been funnier had you been. Was he driving with Donald Duck and Goofy? So off the, off the air. Let's not, and why no. wasn't there a voice that said, Prius? Yes, I, I mean, that's the only thing I was waiting for. Me too. That would why be funny. funny. That, no, that would have been funny. I didn't make it. Wouldn't let that right. happen. But let's not get sidetracked from the Bean story. So off the air, we say to Bean, what? How could you possibly have? And he said these words to us. And I can only <laughs> guess that he's joking. He said, I wanted to find out how many gallons I could get on a full tank of gas. I mean, how many miles per gallon on a full tank of gas? How yeah. many miles I could go on a full tank of gas? And we said, uh, there's a there's a little thing on there that says how many miles you're getting to the gallon. He said, no, on a tank. I need to know how many miles on a full tank. How many miles you can get in a full tank of gas, an entire tank? So being to, to make... the very last <laughs> yes, drop. Yes, exactly, Lisa. <laughs> so being to That's, figure... That was my question, yes. <laughs> to figure out that amount instead of... Using half a tank, refilling it, and then just figuring it out. Sure, could do that. You Multiplying could use miles per gallon. Tank you don't do, do anything. It. You look at the you look at the easy. freaking handbook, and it says your gas tank holds eleven point five gallons of gasoline. So you got eleven point five. I take that and I multiply it by the mileage of the car, which is right. miles per gallon, and that's how I get miles per tank. That doesn't seem accurate to me. Thirty seconds like, of work. But doesn't your it's, car also have a little a little counter thing that when you fill it up, it says how many miles you can go on the full tank? I don't know the that it yes. I don't know that it has that. I don't know that I've seen that. But it does have You've a been counter inside your car, right? <laughs> it does <laughs> have a counter that shows you how many miles you've gone on your tank, and it does. And how have many remaining? A con it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that. No, it, it does, does have. And by the way, if somebody out there who drives a Prius knows where I can find that information, I've not seen it in my car. Maybe it does. I just don't know about it. Because it's a it's a new car. I just got it this year, guys. I mean, I have a thousand miles on it, so I've only been through a couple of tanks of gas, right? right. So I'm trying to learn. So because there's going to come a time down the road where I'm going to be faced with, hey, I think I'm running out of gas. It'd be nice to know what kind of a reserve I have. When that light comes on that says add fuel, I'd like to know: Do I have 20 miles to go? Do I have 50? Do I have 100? Okay. I don't know. So your option, what you decide to do <laughs> is just let it run out. Just let it go yes. bone dry on the freeway on a Saturday night with your wife in the passenger well, seat. It wasn't ideal that it ended up uh, running out on the freeway. That wasn't my hope. I figured I'd be, you know, close to home, like in the neighborhood, just on side streets kind of thing. Yep. I didn't anticipate in that very brief time that I was on the freeway that that was what Did your gas tank uh, have a light lit up that you were out of gas and when you were on the freeway? Oh, yes. It'd been yes, lit it, for a week. But how yeah, wants been, to know how many miles he has after that light goes on? That's my question. Thank you, Ralph. That's what I'm trying to figure out is what's the reserve once it says we're out of gas? Once that last little flicker light goes okay, out, listen, what, what's left? Don't thank me because you're an idiot. <laughs>
point is you, ne- you should never get to that part. When you get in your car and you see you have a quarter of a tank left, say, oh, I better go to the gas station before I go run my errands so I don't get to where the light goes on. <laughs> I wanted the light to go on, and then I wanted to see how many miles beyond okay. I could go. Look, when the light goes on, all you do is you go and you fill it up. And no. then because no. And then since you know how many gallons of gas that your tank takes, that then hard. you subtract. Stop it. Stop you it. figure out how much you had left, and then you look at what your miles per gallon were. Because Listen, your car tells brain, you that. Brain trust. We've been through this. You and look at you the, how many gallons your tank holds. You multiply it by miles per gallon. That is the most miles you can get on a tank. Guys, here's the thing. Well, that depends uh, on how you drive. Well, it all does, you Lisa. Not right. your, so your, my method is actually better. No, it's not. Because it's based no, on you won't drive the same way twice. You won't drive the same way twice. Okay, let me just clarify. Is one of the good ways to figure that out to drive and run out of gas? Yeah. That's the last. That's the bad way. With your wife option. in your car, and then she said you were grouchy about it. <laughs> yeah. What well, was I you was. You ran the car out of gas with her in it, and you were grouchy. I was dismayed that it happened at ten thirty at night on the freeway. I'll tell you, that if was not my plan. If only you would have had a warning. <laughs> if only you had had the idea to put some gas in your car. What's funny, though, is that they really do. I mean, they telegraph. They to let you know hundreds of miles in advance that you should buy gas. And hmm. lights start flashing and ad fuel comes up. And then a guy jumps out of the dash and hits you over the head with a hammer. I mean, they do everything they can to get you to buy gas. But that doesn't solve my problem. Let's talk to Robert real quick on uh, K-Rock, 106.7 KRQ. Robert in the LBC. You're on the Kevin Bean Show. Go ahead. Hey, Kevin Bean, Ralph, Lisa. Hey. Hi, Robert. First of all, Lisa's math is wrong because she's just a girl and they can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> I have well, figured out my own gas mileage. Before we accept your opinion, you did the same thing Bean did. Uh, you know, I did do the same thing. Yeah, okay. so you're smarter than me. So you're also dumb. <laughs> well, you never know if halfway is really halfway. That's what I'm talking about, Robert. Guys, Thank you. Hey, brain surgeons, when the light goes <laughs> on, I don't know, get gas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't exactly. need to know. Just get gas. You know, let that be one of life's mysteries. Just let that one get past you. <laughs> I'm a guy who needs to know stuff. By the way, Ralph's well, well, theory of, of multiply the miles per hour times go that's just a man giving you ideas, bro. That's right. That's thank true. You very much. It's the man keeping you down. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that means, Robert, but being, thank you. Being the owner of a Toyota myself, they also tell you in the owner's manual exactly how many miles your specific car should get after your light goes on. Yeah, but you don't know. It depends on where. Like, it's going to be different from freeway versus okay, down. It's you know, not downtown. It's going to be different enough. from. Yeah, isn't that a they good list, estimate for you? They say to you, Bean, this is how many miles you can go when the light comes on. That's not close enough for you. Let's uh, go to uh, Steve. He's in Puente Hills. Steve has done this on more than one occasion, and he will back up the science that I'm talking about here. That's, Let's uh, go Justin, to actually. Justin in La Habra instead. Justin. <laughs> yes. Well, how should Bean have done this? Let's say, for example, that it's not close enough for him, and he needs to figure it out, and he needs to let his car run into gas, and he does it with his wife in and then gets mad at her. How should he have done it? If he needs to know the exact point that he'll run out of gas, that's fine. He just should have had an extra gallon of gas in a tank in his car that once he did run out of gas, he could still go the extra 50 miles one gallon to get to a gas station. That's pretty reasonable. Mm, what well, about that, Bean? Mm, how about that? Yeah. Next Maybe time, I should have thought that, that out. But you're saying that Bean has logic and common sense. He does. I don't agree No, with he that. doesn't have common sense. He's very smart, but yeah. he's a dope but when it comes to common sense. Smart. 
But the whole logic and common sense sometimes it eludes him a little. Yeah. Yeah. He ran out of gas with his wife in the car, and then he got angry. Yeah. The next time, Dr. Tesla, you decide to go into the lab and work one of your mad experiments, maybe you want to plan in advance a little bit. Our former sports guy, Money, who's coming in the studio next hour to talk about the Lakers, uh, I think also has a Prius. He does. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I've got some experience with these things. Now, being, this is the great thing. Don't ever do this to your wife again because you understand you don't have an engine that runs solely on gasoline. It runs on electric power. So depending upon what percentage of the time on that tank of gas you are using your electric motor, it will always fluctuate. So oh, it doesn't so help him to have run out of gas because it could be different It'll never time. be the same. It will never be the same. You're <laughs> but what's the around town? It's different. So your what's the variation though? Is, is it pointless? Is it within ten miles? Twenty miles? Oh, what? Who cares? You didn't care what it said in the manual. You should do it on every single tank yeah. of gas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Money's right. Money's right. <laughs> Always drive till you're bone dry. Always. To figure it out, I think you do it twenty or thirty times. You should okay. have a rolling average. And mechanics right. recommend, by the way, that you drive your engine yes. until there's no fuel left. It's it very good, good for, for it. it. It's yeah. really, it's a plus. Okay. Okay. It keeps well, it I've, sharp I, and lean. I have <laughs> learned a little something here today. Diet. It's like being on a diet for a car. It keeps it very taut. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute, Money. All right. All right, thank you. I believe the sound effects department is now ready. Oh, good. Prius. I love that money's got to call in and get it straight. <laughs> when was that from? Yeah, I need to know. Um, it's gotta be 2007. It's funny because in my every yeah, because I'm, I'm in 2007, uh, May 2nd, 2007, and my note was zero club, like the beginning. <laughs> so, but he he's automatically out of the zero club because he ran out of gas. Well, yeah. also, exactly. he's not allowed to be in it. So here's the rule. The Zero Club has actually ruled Priuses are not allowed because they do not tell you how long till you are out of gas. They tell you when you're running low. They do not give you the mileage until empty. So as someone who's owned two Priuses, both which have run out of gas, um, yeah, uh, he's immediately out. But also... It's a Prius. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think in 2007 this might have been a deal, but at least the 2011 models, you can punch in what your price per gallon is, and it tells you how much each trip is. If I go to Walmart, it's a dime. Um, I know that. So Bean needs to read the manual. See... But what he's he's doing this for science. So weird science. He <laughs> he wants to make sure that he has the right number, even though by his admission, the way he drives, it would fluctuate, and even though yes. by Bean's call, or by Money's call, it wouldn't work. But it, it's science. So, you know, I, I, I can tell you this though. Um, I've run low on gas. I've never run out of gas. I've never hit the zero club fully. I've, I mean, I've hit the zero club, but I've never ran out of gas. So the fact that it happened on a freeway, which, you know, that requires you got to either get the Glock out to the call box, which we all wish we could ever use, and, you know, call AAA, which Bean has, and these great things that I'm pretty sure Bean's the only one that geeks about. Um, 
<laughs> I'm just curious when they were stranded on the side of the road, did Donna turn to Bean and say, this day is just like Valentine's Day. Right. Because <laughs> every day is like Valentine's Day with beans. So. I wonder how long Donna had to walk to the gas station to get gas for them. <laughs> oh, you're right, because he wouldn't call. Poor Donna. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got more clips. Alrighty. Nope, that's it for me today. Thank you. This is Doug Kriegel for Channel 7 News. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Jen, say hey, it's Tan Mom, bitch. Hey, it's Tan Mom, bitch. Almost. Almost. When, when you a little bit too good for Tan Mom. Yeah, when you, get, when you get towards the tan end, it starts not wanting to come out. Just say say that. It's Tan Mom. Say, okay, I'll, I'm only going to do this one more time. Sunshine on my vagina. <laughs> Sunshine on my vagina. <laughs> Makes Jen's doing the outro happy. today for sure, right, guys? Sunshine exactly. on my That is dependent on whoever, which one of your interns you assign the editing job to, Edwin. Oh, we have interns? Oh, according yeah, to Eddie. Interns. According to Eddie, we're all his interns. <laughs> oh, well then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just call me Lindsay from her intern. Ship. Thank you. <laughs> you. You saved me there. Thank nice. you very much. All right, Edwin, take over. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. It's 2013. are endlessly disappointing <laughs> to quote the great Ralph Garman. Welcome kids. We're doing the week that was January. Oh, geez. I'm Doug Kriegel now. Sorry. The week that was January 21 to 25, 2013. Now people always ask me, Edwin, how are you so funny? How do you come up with your comedy? I'm going to take you through my process. So I'm going to play clips and then we'll see how I sum it up later. So they're talking about the Super Bowl. It was going to be the Ravens and 49ers in 2013. So this is another good thing I love about Ralph when he gets mad at Bean. I would like to have a little wager with Bean regarding the Super Bowl. That's all I... A all wager I with Bean? Yes. Oh, because he thinks that... Yes. <laughs> They're a team of destiny. There's no way that Baltimore can lose now. I have been Bring more it. impressed with Baltimore Bring during the postseason than I have with the 49ers. That's fine. all I'm saying. That's fine. Now... Bring it. Money where your mouth is, Bean. Bring I'm not, it. I'm not saying I'm going to bet. Uh, Come on. You can't be that opinionated oh. and then not back it up with some amount you're, of money. Your team of destiny. No, and I can't see anyone beating them now. But, but, I, but, but, but it's not worth a dollar. I can enjoy the game fine without having money on it. But we can't. Oh I don't need to bet on everything to make it bet interesting. Bet a penny, you <laughs> cheap bastard. <laughs> the wind blowing up your skirt must get so chilly up there in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> it doesn't have anything that to do with one penny. I can, uh, I can afford a dollar. I can afford bet a dollar. Three dollars, but I'm not going to bet. What a tremendous douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> you are endlessly disappointing as a human being. <laughs> Look, who cares? So you like the 49ers to win. I like the Ravens to win. Right. Why, can't, why can't it just be a, a conversation? Why does it have to involve a wager? Oh, because it's it's a fun thing that people do. Makes it a little bit more interesting. That's why I something on the line. A little personal you got, stake. 
you got bragging rights. You can walk in the day after and go, hey, I was right being the 49ers won. Won't that be just as satisfying as taking my dollar? No! no. <laughs> you are endlessly disappointing, <laughs> to quote the great Ralph Garman. Okay, so there's the Ravens. Beans all in on the Ravens. Next day, here's a story about assumed names that celebrities use to check into a hotel. Celebrities traveling under assumed names. A lot, oh. of, a lot of celebrities, when they travel, don't like to check into a hotel under their own name. Sure. Because they don't want to be discovered and they don't want to be hassled. It's funny sometimes what they pick. So they come up with uh, euphemistic pseudonyms so they won't be bothered. Interesting list on the internet today. Uh, Justin Timberlake, for example, checks in at different hotels under the name Mr. Woodpond. <laughs> Mr. Woodpond? Woodpond, yes. Okay. I, I don't know what that Must means. mean something to him. Must be. Maybe. Timberlake. Timberlake Wood Pond. Oh. Did Beer Mug just put that together? Beer Mug oh. solved that. We should all kill ourselves. We should. <laughs> we should have a mass suicide. Every one of us should die. We should be like the Jonestown Massacre in here. We should all just drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Except for Beer Mug. Woo. He wins. This should be hail bop time. We should all put on our jackets wow. and get our silver dollars and just lie down in the cot. Yeah. I now hate everyone but Beer Mug. <laughs> yeah. How could he have seen that so easily when wow. the rest of us were like, I don't Duh. get it. Duh. Wow. I'm very disappointed Maybe all in those us. calories have given him super brain power. <laughs> so first off, let's give Bear Mug some credit. We always mock right. him when he screws up. Damn, He's the only like, one that got that. Right? He straight awesome. up clued that? Like, I mean, even <laughs> I was like, Pond in Timber. When I was listening to it, just listening regular, and they said, what Pond? I'm like, hmm, doesn't make sense to me. And then Bear Mug just jumps right in. Okay, so anyway, uh, my comedy stylings, we got the Ravens, we got assumed names. So fun fact, when I worked at the Beverly Hills Hotel, uh, Elton John checks into the hotel, and we had to go by Mr. Ramalamalama, dig-a-da-ding-da-dong, chew-bop, chew shit you not. Anyway, go ahead. Well, if you're Elton John, you can get away with that. Right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay, so we got Beer Mug getting something right. Next showbiz beat, Ralph wants to know, he wants to do some radio improv here, and Bean won't have it. And Justin Timberlake often goes by Mr. Woodpond at different hotels. No one could figure that out this morning until I came up with the fact that uh, Tim, I thought I Timberlake, was the one Timberlake, Timberlake Actually, course, I'm the one who noticed translates it translates into Woodpond. Nobody else got Wood it until I said something. Beer I was mug. the one who beer came mug. up with that. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 right. Beer Mug yeah. came up with that. Uh -huh. Sure. Yeah. People, believe oh, that. people will believe that. You're going to get that before all of us. Too, well, what, would your, uh, what would your alias be if you were going to avoid detection checking into a hotel? What would you pick? Well, I wouldn't say it on the radio, I'll tell you that. I would just pick something, not that I would ever need to in a billion years, but I would just pick something as far away from anything that I'm interested in as, as possible. Thanks for playing. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the fun of that answer. Thanks for playing our game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just come Where up, with a, just come up with a goofy name. That's all you had to do. Oh, well, I wouldn't say it on the radio. I would probably, well, I would go to the front desk, and I would I would request the, the assistant manager, and then we would sit down and work out some sort of elaborate system with integers and letters where I could come up with a code that would be used. God, you're just the death of fun. <laughs> does violate the yeah and rule of improv, doesn't it? <laughs> wow. How about you, Kevin? What name would you use? <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I would check with the All right. manager. We're both the keyboard to cat it off my show. Before. Today's celebrity birthdays. 
<laughs> Richard Dean Anderson, 63. Mariska Hargaday is 49. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Well, she doesn't have Amber anymore. She's just Thiessen. Uh, 39 years old. Nick Harmer of Death Cab for Cutie is 38. And Tito Ortiz, mixed martial artist extraordinaire. He is. 38. I would check in his Tito Ortiz. That's the name I would use. I would use Late. Leonardo DiCaprio. See, now that's a funny answer right there. <laughs> Eight minutes after the question, but you guys, I appreciate the effort. No worries. So being not, those improv improv classes weren't paying. Okay, so let's, let's sum this all up. We I'm got sorry, the Ravens. what? The improv classes are not paying off. Oh. It's a comedy club, oh. the improv. <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's sum this up. The comedy stylings of Edwin, here we got... The Ravens being sure they're going to win, but he won't bet. And we got to assume names. Now, just lay back and listen to the comedy. And earlier in the show today, I was talking about the interesting article about celebrities who check into hotels under assumed names because they do not want to be recognized. Correct. And uh, uh, Bean and I did a very chunk, of, a funny chunk of comedy there. It right? was. I threw it to him and he came back with some hilarious It was classic. Names. It went right yeah. to the Museum of I, uh, I, br I brought it. I'm not ashamed to admit mm -hmm. it. I brought it. Well, I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't say it out loud if I had a name that I was going to use at the hotel. I but certainly wouldn't say it on the radio. Yes, I do. Perhaps I'd pick out a phone directory and then go through some of the pages. Uh, listener Edwin suggests, here are some of Bean's aliases. <laughs> oh, would come be on. Good. Oh, thank you. That's not in. necessary. Come on, Ed. Bean said he would choose a name that is opposite of what he is. My suggestions for Bean's aliases, Rick Dees. <laughs> I like it. Raven Sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> See, because I won't put any money on Baltimore, even though I'm convinced they'll win. Joe Black Inc. <laughs> Good. And lastly, Mr. Good Sex. All things that are the opposite How of what there he is. There you go. Edwin's Comedy Schools, now out of session. Okay, I think this may be the weirdest story ever told on Kevin and Bean. This morning I go out, let the dogs out. We have the pool. Yeah, the pool on the rooftop. Bought Affleck's house. Pool on the roof. Top floor. If there's an earthquake, we all die and <laughs> drown in an earthquake. Drown. It's like Good. a Poseidon adventure. It's ridiculous. Um, it's Irwin Allen waiting to happen. So I'm on I'm on the top deck. The other two dogs, they go off. Uh, Shecky usually hangs around the pool area, and she walks the perimeter of this pool. It's not a huge pool. It's more like a lap pool. Or and a she pees pool. in the pool. Very close. I'm always watching these dogs, and they get so <laughs> dangerously close, man. But they somehow know. They're like, we better not. We'll get beat. So there's Shecky walking by the edge of the pool, and I'm still kind of like doing the morning stretch. And, and I'm ever alert because we're in a pretty wide open area. If you're on the top, like Runyon Canyon, you got to tell a photo. You'd be like, there he is, fat guy. <laughs> so, fat guy, little dog. Fat guy, little dog. Fat guy, little dog. <laughs> and somebody pitches that. <laughs> I swear, this is no lie, dude. So I'm kind of waking up, and I look in the distance, near distance, and I ca something catches my periphery, and it's coming low. And at this point, your mind is firing, and, and different synapses going like, I can't, this is weird. Like, it's unnatural. Nothing is normally in this viewpoint. Right. The moment it starts processing, I, I, this, I, this is unbelievable. I felt like Batman, dude. I saw an owl. The size, like the outstretching of my hand coming so low to my deck, dude, that like when I looked and I'm slowing things down, An Peter owl. Parker style. Right. Maybe, maybe 10 feet if I had to. I, I measure things in jaws where they go, that's a 20 foot or 25. So everything to me is done in terms of 25 feet. So this is half a jaws length away from me in distance. <laughs> okay. There's this owl, man. Like, I, I, And you have a second to be like, 
holy crap, because you never see it. And at first I think, like, this thing's coming at me. But I see it coming low, and I look, and that's when I see the dog is right near me. And the dog's oh. facing in the other direction. And there's this pool to it, this circular, dopey thing that for for months now, nobody goes in this damn pool. My wife put it in there at the beginning of summer, and it kind of mocks uh, us and the pool as it just hauntingly floats around, right. unplayed with its lost a lot of air. <laughs> so many times I almost just pulled it out of the pool and like, get rid of this. It was within reach, man. And I, without this is this sounds crazy, dude. I had the presence of mind with half a jaw's length away from this bird to grab this this pool toy. I'm trying to watch my language because I was telling the story before. I'm like, ah! I grabbed this pool toy, dude, and swung, and I hit an owl. What? I'm not lying, dude. You hit it in the air? I hit it, it in the landed? air. It was the, the perfect connection. You would have thought I trained for this my whole life. <laughs> You're this, an owl ninja. This pool toy, and I don't know where the where the wherewithal came from, the spin, but I just grabbed it like innately because it's coming, and I'm like, I got a few seconds for this thing's gonna grab this dog, and I can't hear those screams, and I'm not gonna wrestle the owl to grab. What do you? And I grab this thing, pap, it hits, it hit my pool chair, glanced up and took off again, and flew away. And I watched it, and I watched it go up and circle back, and I grabbed my pool toy, and I get into this position. But then it circled and went the other way over yeah. Runyon. Um, dude, I've never been involved with nature like that. It was wow. such a rush. Like Man I enjoy, animal. I enjoy getting centered. And I, I look. Let's be honest. I like smoking weed. Sure. This blew that away. <laughs> now all I want to do is punch owls out of the air. Did the, you yell when it circled back? You want more? I didn't because it was early in the morning. I got but more. It, I swear to you, I wanted to start screaming for my wife because I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. Like if the chances had, that if, I saved the dog are nil, almost none. If you had that on video, would it be the best movie you were ever associated with? Uh, hands down, sir. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't say clerks, uh, Kevin Smith clerks. They would say Kevin Smith owl puncher. Dude, you, you want to were... talk about a show to pitch, dude. I'm going to take were... the dude from Joe Schmo, your character, Ralph's character, and make you the owl puncher. <laughs> dude, that, that, I swear uh, to you, I almost that... want to give up everything. I'm like, that's... That's it. You can check me out of this world, man. I, I, now I know what I was here for. That happened just before he came to Kevin and Bean. Can you imagine that? He just grabbed the thing out of the pool. Boom. So he was so happy. He found something he liked more than weed. It was punching owls. In the, wor <laughs> in the words of Black Panther, somebody get this man a shield. <laughs> doesn't even need a shield. Just a pool toy. And your expertise is a pool man. How, what are the chances for that? Almost zero. I think that's what was so mind blowing to him is that, you know, it just all fell into place. That was there. He grabbed it. He hit the owl. You know, it, it's kind of like when we hear about uh, Solinger, Sully landing in the plane in the Hudson. We're like, that's so fucking amazing. How could one guy do that? It's someone who literally picked up a, a halfway inflated near-death pool toy and threw it like he was Thor in tossing Mjolnir and took an owl to save his birds or his dog. Yeah. Took out a bird to save his dog. Sorry. So this was uh, January 23, 2013. If you go to the archive, you should listen to that show, kids. Anybody out there, they were great. They were on. Kevin Smith, he stayed on for half the show, and he was jacked because he hit that out. So it's a fun listen. <laughs> Next up, let's do Kevin. This is kind of a, a drop that became kind of well-known because Kevin was trying to say a famous actress's name. 
Kevin, who's your girlfriend? Bobcat leaves. Gemma orders. <laughs> I can't say your last Give name. Give it another go. I've tried it like ten times. Gemma Arterton. It's hard to say. In it is right. And I do have sympathy for you. You say it so that Ar- I... well, Arterton. Arterton. But I can say it that you way. Say it that way. Yeah. Say it, just do an English accent. And, I don't uh... do accents. But I also can't say your last name in English. So. You can't do anything. That's correct. <laughs> wow, she's been here thirty seconds. She's already figured out Kevin. Quite perceptive. <laughs> um, I think Kevin's point was radio whiplash yes. alert because Bobcat steps out the door and in walks Gemma. So uh, first of all, it's an upgrade for us. But second of all, wow. Talk about a difference. She, of course, is here because she is starring in Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, which opens everywhere on Friday. Good morning. Welcome Good morning. to the Kevin Bean Show. Thank you. We were just saying, as you were walking in, uh, Kevin and I are a little far removed from reading uh, fairy tales. I don't know that I have any idea what goes on in Hansel and Gretel. Of course, I'm familiar with the name. I know it's famous and stuff, but I don't even know the story. Really? I, I think that you're one of the first people I've ever spoken to that doesn't. Here's the, here's the weird thing, is that we had this conversation before you yeah. came in, and I said, because I thought, I'm the only one. Am I the only one? one that doesn't remember I'm, sh- I'm sure you're not the only one okay but but um yeah you're the only one that i've met okay <laughs> so that's the main thing <laughs> worthless the only one that you've met that doesn't know the story of Hansel and so, so is this uh this is like a 150 year old fairy tale right yeah it's a, originally a grim fairy tale um mm-hmm. and yeah and we and it's, it's very very famous um in europe uh, especially and um yeah it's about these two kids that get abandoned by their parents and uh left to wander the the forest and um, they find a big old gingerbread house and and they're lured inside by a wicked old witch who wants to eat them and then they kill her ah Hey, spoiler um, alert. Uh, spoiler alert spoiler alert 150 Sorry, year guys. old spoiler alert <laughs> yeah. yeah a couple of things she was very charming and also she kind of busted them she's saying who has not heard of Hansel and Gretel and of course Kevin not being able to say her name. She was she was a good interview. So I'm just curious, Lindsay, you're the youngest of us. You've heard of Hansel and Gretel, right? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was odd because everybody's heard of that. So Gemma Archerton. And I think if Kevin says things with an English accent, he'll be better off. Because the next day he said someone else's name and he goes, I'm going to try it with an English accent. And it came out well, great. So he needs to well, do his English accent every day. Edwidge Miller. Yes, it works better with English accent. Yeah, yeah. Just Kevin Gemma can do the Otterton. queen. See, it just kind of flows better. Hey, let Typhoid Mary speak. Yeah, you say Gemma Otterton, Jen. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say, Kevin does such a good queen accent that he should be fine. That's true. I forgot about that. See, next up, we got a celebrity birthday. This is Neil Diamond. And, of course, we have a live clip from his best song. <laughs> Good times never seem so good. So good, so good, so good, so good. Oh, wow. Right? Why are they not hitting their mark? Uh, Well, maybe Neil Diamond has lost a step, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, Jen sent that over to me. I listened to the whole thing. It's so funny to hear them just trip out on it. Like, can't you hit the beat ever? No, that's our skill. <laughs> and that's Jen's idea. She set that up, and we were just the backup singers for her. We were just the interns for her. I just didn't want my subscription canceled. Let's land this boat with something from the ending montage from the Friday show. 
if you hear a Simpsons clip on Kevin and Bean, it's usually from me. So a couple of those here, and then I got some parting words for Bean. You are very observant, Lisa. Roll, roll, Okay, so first off, you are very observant, Lisa. Christopher, what's that from? That is The Simpsons. Oh, well, yeah. It is but... a Treehouse of Horror that's either Kang or Kronos. Excellent. My problem with that is Lisa wasn't talking, and then he just played it out of nowhere. Come on, Bean. And the second problem is he plays Good Morning Reasons Why I Drink at the end of the show. That should have been at the beginning of the show. So a little bit disappointed in being there. Anyway, I finally got that off my chest after 2013 to now. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Back I, to you, I, Steve. I was going to say, you're, it, that, that last bit, your therapist must be really proud of you at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. He falls asleep right away. As soon as I mention Simpsons clips, he's out. As a guy that compilates a bunch of nonsense clips, sometimes you just have to just find a place to put the, the ones you don't use. So, compilates, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I like that. <laughs> also, uh, Kevin Smith had this to say about the week that was. I don't think it stands for uh, for anything positive. What is it, sample? I don't know, but I've been told not good. <laughs> Fair enough. And now, a moment with Edwin. Because two of the two of the intros were the man. I'm blowing this. Two of the intros were among the top three played songs of the year. Beep, moment two. And now, a moment with Edwin. So then people started uh, calling. Ralph followed this story through all the show business, kind of updated it. And he realized they'd left someone, well, left someone off the list. Beep, end of moment. All right. The week that was? I mean, that's <laughs> wrapped up. And now, a moment with Lindsay. With Lindsay. <laughs> so let's kick things off with our official Bad Place song. Nailed it. Ow! 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 Podcast. Round up. 1877 cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. Oh, it's the worst. All right, it's a podcast roundup. Uh, let's go ahead and start with the Gilded playlist. They gave us a bit of a shout out right at the beginning. I feel like there's been a lot of drop collecting mm -hmm. happening. I got in the last few weeks. What's, I, what's been going on? I got lots. I, I don't know. Sometimes you get in a mood and you're like, let's go. Let's go grab some new drops. And also, a lot of help from the Quitters team. You know, they gave me some new ones yes. as well. Here, here's a few. Hey, everybody. An old man's talking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to come in handy, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, that's great. so a lot of drops from us. It's great to see that we're all participating in other podcasts. Meanwhile, I'm over here putting together all the intros and, you know. I called for help twice and not a fuck you, what do you need, or nothing. 
There you go. I just love that Tiger King drop. Who was that from Tiger King? That was a Tiger King. Tiger King. That was Joe Exotic? Yeah. Oh, I pride myself in being such a Tiger King stan. It's very sad. That's that's uh, used in quite a few of them TikTok things. Oh, the Tic Tacs. The Tic Tacs, yeah. All right, uh, let's go over to their song select or the reviews. Edwin decided to do something different and participate. Since I don't know anything about music, I cut and pasted wine reviews. I just changed wine to song XD. So every time they go to him for a comment on the song, it's something like this. Let's head down to the winery. This blend of Turiga Nacional, Trincadera, and Alfrochero is spicy and jammy, yet with hints of earth and spice. That is his AI version. Um, I would like to see if Edwin can actually read that live. Probably not. <laughs> you have it. Go ahead, read it. No, oh, I didn't save that. Oh, okay. Yeah, what does he have to say? You have to repeat. If this is a Ken Kevin repeat this, you got to oh, give him the No, phrase. I give up right away. One more time. This blend of Turiga Nacional, Trincadera, and Alfrochero is spicy and jammy, yet with hints of earth and spice. There you go. Go ahead. This blend of Trincadero is spicy and earthy with hints of spice and earth. No, I think okay. I left out 50% of it, though. Pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty good, though. Wow, Trincadero. I went ahead and had a submission this week. It was uh, Ika Mouse's Border Patrol, and it uh, didn't go so well. And, of course, there was a controversy. Yeah, I, I tossed it a yes just because the song made me laugh. Uh, I, I knew it had no chance. So I was like, uh, why the heck not? I've never heard of this guy. I'm not a fan of reggae, which I believe has been stated many times on this podcast. Uh, but the song made me smile. I'm sorry. I, I asked ah. myself, do you, do you have my yes vote? Mm. And then I answered. Bang, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So, uh, got it. Uh, I'll uh, I'll walk, I'll talk, but I'm not going to crawl in my belly like a reptile, guys. Okay, that's just that's where I lay it down. Um, and the submitter is none other than what's up, boys? Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you freaking dick! So this is where the controversy comes in. I submitted it, but they're giving credit to the commish, and, and yeah, because I had voted yes for it. So Lubs makes this comment about me. His Joke's comments. on you, Christopher. You got just freaking played by the commission. <laughs> Classic <laughs> trap submit. So they honestly think it's a joke submit by the commish, and that I fell for the joke. But this was a, this was a jamming song. I love this song. Christopher, I voted yes for that song. I liked it. Oh, you did? Nice. I know Lindsay voted no, though. She, she said it was too long. Reggae's too long. Hey, what happened to anonymous votes? My guy. Anonymous? Uh... <laughs> it, the voting has already passed, so the cone of silence is off. Oh, by the way, before we forget the Gilded Playlist, they kind of took the name of that episode from what I said, because they were talking about the slidey horn, and then I said the saxophone was the curvy horn, and that's the title of the episode. So yeah, I want my credit for that. 
Well, let's get to the controversy. See that? You see how white people do? With this. And now a breaking news bulletin. Uh, of, of course, it would go this way, because what would an episode be without a voting, um, you know, piece of chaos from Christopher? Christopher claims that he submitted Eka Mouse, Border Patrol, and the commissioner also submitted it. So we may have an insta <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 I I will need to go confer with the mastermind who you know does all the behind the scenes work. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've got a scandal here. We delay the start of this program to bring you a special bulletin from the NBC Newsroom in New York. Yeah, some sort of Eka Mouse scandal. Uh, as if I didn't have more reason to play this, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what that means. So. Wow. More to come oh, okay. on Eka Mouse, potentially. So, Robot producer Luke here. Turns out Eka Mouse was not an insta-guild because it was Christopher's submit after all. The mastermind did some bad copy pasting and indicated in the notes that it was a commish sub. So good news, we got to hear the GD drop some more. Bad news. Christopher, your song is not insta-guilded. Just some bad accounting in the Johnson household. Our bad consolation prize. Alignment with the real version of this robot voice. What was it really alignment? I mean, you voted for it as a joke. Just, you know. You are the Florida of elections. Go. You hanging chat. I'm the Florida of what now? I'm the hanging you are the of Florida what? of Lexington. You are the hanging Chad. You are election interference. I, I am. I always get screwed on their votes. I think maybe his wife doesn't like me. She compilates the votes. Maybe she just doesn't like me. She don't know me. All right, maybe. Christopher Gate. Yeah. Right, I, I love that Luke's comments always are like, why don't the podcast talk to each other? Or why did the podcast steal each other's things? And then he just rips everything from Bean that he possibly can in one show. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah, because he, he went to he went to town with all the drops from Ika Mouse. All he the sure did. and everything. I think we need a TGP timer. Because we spend so much time each week now talking about it with how involved we are with them. But we have, there's, I, I submit a vote in good faith and it never goes right. Um, white people be crazy, dude. Exactly. All right, let's go to Kevin and Sluggo. Did you ever cheat on tests when you were in school? Of course. <laughs> I think the more easier question would, did you ever not cheat on a test? How did you cheat? What was your main way of doing it? Did you bring look notes? Over my friends. Just look over my your friends friend? would always let me, you know, cheat off of them. And you never got caught? No, I was really good at it. <laughs> I was, but, I, but I was so bad at what I was, that, you know, I just didn't do very well in school. Unless I knew the subject. And because then I would you do didn't really care. Well, I guess. But yeah. I mean, I also still got bad grades even cheating off my smart friend's <laughs> test. Yeah. You're a terrible cheater. It really was. So, Sluggo, not very good at cheating, but uh, constantly doing it. Now they're going to bring you a story of a different kind of cheater. A guy who dressed up as a woman to cheat friend busted for dressing in drag to take career exam for girlfriend <laughs> that is a good boyfriend that is how you do it hello i'm 
I'm here to take the test. Ho, oh, giggle, giggle, snort. That is exactly what he did. Oh, that's awesome. To deceive test officials, he shaved his facial hair, mm-hmm. he applied makeup, mm-hmm. and he put on women's clothes. Did she talk him into it, or was this like, hey, you're they so were, dumb, they, dear? They were both arrested. Oh, man. Uh, this was a university test so that she could become a health care worker. Oh. You know that happens a fair amount of the time. I would hope not. Generally, they're not dressing up as, as another sex to get in and finish the test for them. But, yeah, you know. You know. But with the healthcare field? Yes. Sort of important. I think they think they're going to pick it up. Like, uh, your pal Omar, who started over at the other radio right. station and didn't know how to do his job at all. A right. very technical job. He lied his way into it. Right. I assume they, they probably have a smattering of knowledge in the medical field. They figure, oh, when I get in there, I'll just learn from a good nurse. I'll just so. wing it? Yeah. And if I can't, you know, if I'm going to maybe kill somebody, I'll ask someone to help me. So she failed it, and wow. he dressed up as her, and then <laughs> he failed it. <laughs> Totally worth it. Idiot! <laughs> so even though he cheated, he failed. Just like Sluggo. Here, no, no here, here's the thing I'm wondering about. Um, what was this thing about Omar? Omar lied his way in? The, the person I've hired for my wedding is not qualified? Wait, hold on. You've never heard that story? I have. No, I have. I was just okay. going in. It was like sometimes, sometimes you can make it in. I was just like, wait, I've been conned by DJ Omar <laughs> Khan. Khan's in the name. Oh my Khan. god, it all makes sense. It, oh god, it's Omar Khan. C O N. He's a con man. <laughs> Coming soon to a wedding near you. Quite literally. Let's go over to the Ralph report. Ralph is starting a side hustle. On this podcast, go to GarmyWars.com. The best vitamins you can possibly get anywhere, everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna send you home. Send me best. home with, send you with this bottle. It knocks it out in three days. You take it, you'll be a new man. I mean, I've been popping the zinc pills to see if that helps. Uh, you need the combo. I need, you the, need combo. the Z, the Q, and the V. I need all three. You need all three of those. Sure. <laughs> send you home for the complimentary supply of zinc, quercetin, and uh, vitamin it's C. Making the frogs gay. The lizard people, you can smell sulfur when when Hillary Clinton walks out of the hallway. So Ralph was very sick. Jen was very sick. Eddie was very sick. And Ralph got these pills, these CSV pills, whatever they are. I don't know. And uh, he's not sick. Eddie's still sick. He's going to start selling them for a side hustle. Let's go over to, oh, let's stay with the Ralph report. He brought up the Devo documentary. A brand new documentary let's hear this clip one of the entries this year is a documentary about the history of the band devo oh interesting are we not men we are devo fascinating band fascinating story documentary about their illustrious career currently going on at sundance so they're doing a lot of press yeah and <laughs> mark mothersbaugh the creative genius the thrust behind that band yeah. i would say talking to a uh, producer, uh, um, excuse me, an interviewer, and comes up with a story that no one had ever heard before. Hmm. This story blew my mind. When he said this, when they went over this story, so he's going to play the clip from Mark Mothersbaugh here. My head exploded. (laughs) Why did you choose this song, Edwin? Oh, we were obsessed with it when we were kids. We even made our own versions of it. Uh, What do you mean? You mean you guys made up your own lyrics and then we're just singing around the house? Well, we would tape ourselves, like, pretending we were on the radio. Right. Mm-hmm. It was the Green Midget, the Black Jamaican, and Zeke the Freak. 
So uh, it's happening? always above this song. It's a new <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening, but I love it. Did and, you put uh, a flower pot on your head? Uh, no, not that far. Okay. okay. Yeah, because that would be that'd crazy, Ali. That yeah. would be ridiculous. Sorry, yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> right? Don't be <laughs> stupid. Did you have your own lyrics? Did you make up your own version of the song? Oh, yeah. Had our own different lyrics and everything. And well, what did you, you, Bean. What, well, what did you call it? Yeah, uh, send what, it to Bean. <laughs> you're, you guys aren't interested, huh? Wow. I think it goes to show you that every time a movie is made that works, that we love, it's just a, ma a game of inches. Yeah. It's just a matter of degrees how it could have gone wrong. That's crazy. And ruined it for everyone. I thought that story was fascinating. Exactly, Ralph. Could you imagine if the Green Midget and Zeke the Freak were in Devo? Oh, mind blown. Coming soon. Well done. Quitter's true Hollywood story. Yay! And now a clip to uh, piss off Luke. The Pina Colada. Hmm. Rum, cream of coconut, pineapple juice. Is that something Queen J would like to drink or not? Let's pull the handle and find out. Here we go. One pina, two pina, three pina. If you let you can have Oh, boy. It sucks so much dry. jackpot. Pina coladas? You yeah. like pina coladas? I'll drink them in the rain, out of the rain, in a car, out of a car. In the water, out of the water. Sam, I am. <laughs> she had a few pina coladas that day. But as you recall, Bean and Allie asked that question, and now they're asking that question. So I expected an email from Luke, as well as when Bean and Allie brought up Ralph's Eddie Money story. I'm disappointed, Luke. I wanted to hear that, that rant. Speaking of Bean and Allie. We have tea bags of mass destruction. Let's go over to Allie's pet hamster, Rocky. I had a hamster. Did you? Yeah, named Rocky, which pissed me off because I, again, I wanted to name every pet we had at a time Mary Lou because I was so obsessed with Mary Lou Retton. <laughs> anyway, Rocky ate his way out of the cage. Oh. Ate through plastic. I was Whoa. like, how much do you hate us, Rocky? Yeah, ate his way out of the cage. Did he get away? But he, he didn't get that far. Okay. And then did you find more appropriate caging for him so that he couldn't do that again? No, he made it out of the house. Wait, what's happening here? So it was a it was a breakout and he did escape. Yeah. Or are you saying that you helped him outside? No, no, no. no. He made it out on his own through a doggy door, we assume. But um, he, was, <laughs> why, he was Why are you being so cagey about this? What happened to Rocky? A lawnmower. Oh I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. You kept asking. I was just saying he made it out of the house, Bean. So first her pet hamster, not Mary Lou Retton, dies, and then Buddy. There's something there. No, what's up with that? I think she's really killing the dogs. <laughs> I, I think so too. It's, Just, it's looking dark. It's like pet cemetery, but you know, PG. She she lives on the shores of Puppy Lake. Puppy Lake, Maine. yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny. When I was a kid, I had Fluffy. That was my hamster. And my brother had Sir Hiss, which was a gopher garter snake. Oh, I don't no. even know. And they both... <laughs> I don't know where we went. With but, each we, other. but we came home and both of them were out of their cages. And so, yeah, it was a mad dash to find either one of them. And we found the snake first. 
Okay. And we were like, there's no bump in the middle. We should be good. And then we found Fluffy. It was all good. Okay. So my younger brother, who's he's about two years younger than me, always wanted a hamster. And at the age where I would have been seventh grade, he would have been fifth. He finally got a hamster. Like, we had rabbits and other pets, but nothing really too large because my parents were dumb. They would kill them. And I came home, and his hamster Oreo had, it had, like, Captain Crunch-looking things in its kibble for hamsters. And Oreo had uh, blocked its airway and was no Morio. And so this is back when cell phones were first really becoming a thing that people had them. And so we were never allowed to call my parents on their cell phone that someone had died. And so I call my dad. I'm like, Dad, I came home. Oreo's dead. And he's like, okay, here's where I keep 20 bucks hidden. Go to the store, the pet store. It's the same one. Yes. And I replaced Oreo who lasted about another week. My brother was completely okay with it. So my dad and I were like, all right, next time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, hamsters. Wonderful creatures. L Lindsay wanted me to play the sexy music, but I don't have it. I don't have... So this is it. This is what Sorry. you get. I, I bought the game. I wasn't trying to play him mm. off, though. I just thought it might be funny if we had the porn music going... Doo, 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 doo. With hamsters, you are a sick puppy. Um, let's <laughs> no. let's go over to the personal minutia jingle for the week was was by Stone Man. That's right, Stone Man came called in the personal minutia jingle. Here it is. One eight seven seven personal minutia. <sighs> One eight seven seven personal minutia. One eight seven seven personal minutia. Donate your minutia today. There you go. Earworm for you. Bye. Do we allow that from Steve, or do well, we get rid of him as a patron? This is what I was thinking because yeah. the arrangement is you do a jingle to keep your subscription, but right. I almost think that's a violation of terms. Yeah, I that, feel like yeah. maybe he, maybe we cancel his subscription as a result of that. Because... Too far for murder button? Because Steve, we've talked to Steve before. He's a delight. He's a nice very guy. nice man. Yeah. But yeah. we have to kill him, right? Well, we got to do something because yeah. that uh, that's a that's a crime against nature right there because we are all stuck now with Sir. that as an earworm for sure. Sir. That was a good job. I like that Manusha jingle. Well, did you, so the opening clip you had of everyone singing that, do you know what that's from and what it's supposed to be? Like the national, or the anthem of what place? The bad place. Yeah, that's, it's it's the anthem of hell, which I am certain that is a Kevin and Bean listener who wrote for that show, because there are multiple things that come up in that show. If you are a longtime Kevin and Bean fan, especially, you know, from like the, late 90s until 2000s those are jokes that only we would get that was a really good show it was really well written and pretty smart i think all right uh let's go to the next call that we got on uh luke got a call on but that was about some movie that i just didn't follow i and we just don't have time ain't nobody got time for that right luke so uh let's go with edwin's call all right conspiracy alley time I just got to thinking, if Kansas City went to the Super Bowl and Taylor Swift was there, 
biggest ratings ever, right? Being all those Taylor Swift fans watching. So Conspiracy Alley, is the NFL going to rig the game? I want your thoughts. Inquiring minds want to know. I mean, a lot of people say that the refs get direction sometimes for the storyline that the NFL would like to have play out. It would be huge if Kansas City made it back to the Super Bowl. You think there's anything to Edwin's question? Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) So look out, Baltimore. (laughs) I absolutely do. And honestly, I think the world is rooting for the Lions, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the Lions playing Kansas City would be be gangbusters. The Lions right right now are America's team. Everyone is behind the Lions, with the exception of people who live in the other three cities, right? Right. Now, I think one of the reasons why Edwin thought to call in is because, and we talked about recently how huge the NFL is. It's the biggest thing by far of anything that's on television. Did you see the ratings for the Chiefs-Bills game? 56 million people, Allie. You're 56 million. Holy guacamole. Yeah, and it'll, of course, be huge again this weekend, and you throw in some Taylor fans on top of that. Yeah, you got yourself an audience, that's for sure. Doug Kriegel, will you be at the Super Bowl? This is Doug Kriegel. I will not be at the Super Bowl. (laughs) I don't understand football. This this clip was uh, entitled, How to Lose Jen in 5 to 10 Minutes. 5 to 10 seconds. (laughs) Seconds. I'm out. Gone. And here's the irony, is I will watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. And Taylor Swift. All right. Let's go back over to Bean. Bean has been suffering tragedy after tragedy, just so many things going wrong. His storage facility tried to kill him. Um, You know, just so many horrible things. And then this is the latest thing. I've been coming across for whatever reason, and I'm sure it's the algorithm, but for whatever reason... They've been feeding me Kelly Clarkson clips lately. Yeah. Poor Bean. What can Stop someone that. do when that, that happens? Cut it out. No, I want to hear it. I didn't. I missed it somehow. I was listening for it and everything. Yeah, play it. Play it. Oh, I, 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 my, as you can see, the recorder just kind of wanted to, just gave up when that was mentioned. But this did prompt this call. When we were working on the Kevin and Bean show, our friend DJ Omar Khan, who's a good dude, had a cartoon hate for Rachel Ray, the cooking TV show host. I don't know why, but uh, there's a reference to that here. Hi, Ali and Bean. It's uh, Chris from Quitters Never Give Up. Can we go back to the Taylor Swift talk? I mean, this Kelly Clarkson stuff, I I can't handle it. She's the worst. She is my own personal Rachel Ray. If there was a Wheaties box, I'd cut her picture out of it. All right, keep up the work. Who doesn't love Kelly Clarkson? How? I don't get that. How, sir? I don't know who likes Kelly Clarkson. It just boggles my mind. Would you like it if it sounded like this? A moment. I got so caught up with Lindsay hurrying me for just so that we finish quickly. Um, that. I forgot to share the screen. All right, here we go. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment. Ruth Chris. Are you in, Christopher? Am I in? I don't know. I'm sorry. Try another one. A moment. Ruth Chris. And you took away my sharing. You just overwrote me. Overwriting. Overridden me. Overridden. Over. Here we go. Some people 
murder. I'm sorry, was something being played? You're not sold on those versions of Kelly Clarkson? Oh, she's the worst. And her opinions are the worst. She's like, I'm not going to let my kids go on social media, so I'm not going to teach them anything about the world. I'm just going to leave them in this little bubble. It's just the dumbest thing you could ever do. Also, I'm sorry, but we already decided this scientifically. No. The, the well, other we did part not, too, but... <laughs> we did. We, we had can. Luke on. We had a scientific survey. Luke doesn't it's science. Luke doesn't like Eka Mouse. <laughs> Luke doesn't count. You never heard I don't of like Mouse. Eco Mouse either. Okay. Okay. So another vote that doesn't count. Um, <laughs> and then they were giving her all this credit for this Kelsey Grammer thing that she sang. She sang a TV theme, and it it they were just talking. They were just falling all over themselves. Like she was some great jazz musician. Okay, I'll play it, and you guys can decide. So again, here's Kelly Clarkson, Kelsey Grammer. Intern Lindsay here. At this point in the show, one of the quitters, who shall remain nameless, muted Christopher's audio. Christopher was not aware. Please enjoy these moments of poop and vomit-free silence. You know, that, oh, there we go, some more. I think, all right, maybe I've turned around. Maybe it wasn't so bad. It was okay. Yeah, when you put it that way, it sounds great. <laughs> That's the remix. It just worked out, it worked out nicely. All right. That was the podcast roundup featuring Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Lindsay, say bye to everybody. Uh, no, I insist that Doug, Tree Doug Kriegel says Doug Kriegel? goodbye to everybody. Okay. This is Doug Kriegel with Name 7. Thank you for listening to the Quitters Never Not Podcast. <laughs> you can find us or share us if you're listening. You know us. All righty. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, sweet Jesus. Guys, y'all have a great night. I'm going home. <laughs> okay. No one asked. Who asked? <laughs> Who asked? Exactly. Who the fuck asked? Because I certainly didn't. That's oh, wait, no. Who asked? Okay, you know nice. what? I'm sorry. Okay, fine. I thought we had something. We do have something. Fuck sorry. yourself, cunt. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. This has been a Quitters Never Give Up presentation. <laughs>